0: Have you ever given any thought as to what your legacy means to you? Um, You know what you're going to do in retirement. Sometimes that gets ignored, and legacy—that's just a a massive conversation. And so today, uh, we are bringing on Angelina Carleton, and her whole company and a coaching process is designed to help you think through. What your legacy could be, and how how you want to approach setting that up uh, in your mind, and also for for your heirs. So it's a great interview.
1: Yeah, I look at it this way. You, when you listen to Angelina talk, I think you're going to get from her. She is very very excited and uh, charged with this idea of how do you how do you leave legacy, and it's not just about leaving money or property or those things, but how do I leave something behind that maybe people will recognize, and I might be able to help other people in society. Uh, By the way, if you've not had a chance here, uh, go listen, or go to our website, rather, at pomwealth.net. And uh, I always tell people, check out the blog page. If you do want to have a chance to have a conversation with Mercer, myself, you can go right there to the top right-hand corner. You can click on that little button that says complimentary 15-minute phone conversation. And uh, you just click on that, our calendar comes right up. We're glad to be able to have a conversation with you around any of these topics that we ever discuss. But before we get into this, we have to do a quick disclosure.
0: The information contained in this podcast is intended to provide general information only and not to be considered individualized advice. Different types of investments carry different levels of risk. As always, please contact your financial professional for advice appropriate to your situation. Enjoy the show.
2: Welcome to the Secure Your Retirement Podcast. Here to help you achieve your dream retirement and live the life you deserve are your hosts, certified financial planners, Raiden Stansel and Merce Tariq.
1: Welcome everyone to our Monday podcast. And as you know, every single Monday, our goal is to bring someone to you that we have been able to identify as an expert. Somebody can add value. And we always tell people that there's three topics we talk about. We talk about financial stuff. We talk about uh, lifestyle things and we talk about legacy. And that brings me to uh, the guest we have today, which is Angelina Carlton, right out of Beverly Hills, California. So, first, before I go any further, thank you so much for coming in and talking with us and, and our listeners today. Thank you very much.
3: Thank you. It's my pleasure. I'm happy to collaborate in this conversation and I look forward to the ideas that we will share.
1: Great. So, now this idea of, of legacy is something that we talk about. Now, a lot of times people in our world, Angelina, convert this idea of legacy into monetary things. So they'll say, I want to leave this to my kids. I want to, you know, talking all about stuff, their house, their money, you know, the, the material things. But I know in talking with you, you've got this this uh, company and, and and mission that you're kind of working off of design your legacy. Could you kind of tell us about, how you got to where you are in in this world of legacy and what that means to you, and when you're helping other in individuals as well.
3: Okay, so let me think about how to make this answer as concise as possible. <laughs> so I want to start off by saying what apathy is doing to your legacy is just not right. I'd like to start there. And uh, for the background, uh, it was about a decade ago. I was working as a commercial real estate broker, and I was working with multimillionaires that owned portfolios of properties. And I found myself at a six-plated luncheon at the Lex Hotel in, on West Sunset. And the topic was private prisons. And I will connect this back to the origin of the inspiration of what started this. So at that time, a decade ago, I hadn't realized that prisons are a property type like hospitality, storage units, multifamily apartments. So I, t- I looked to the left and I look to the right and I'm thinking, Does anyone else realize in this PowerPoint presentation uh, that we're profiting off of the misery of others? So I went to my car and I was just shocked and I'm holding the steering wheel and I just had a moment. And I thought to myself, what if I left the world of commercial real estate and I went into the industry of coaching? Now, this time a decade ago, I didn't know about legacy. I just thought to myself, what if I could convert every one of those financial representatives in that room to, to instead of investing in private prisons, they invested in something else and I'm gonna come in and save the day. Now, this is a little bit idealistic, but I, I share this story in that I think that was the fuel to have me begin this journey of looking at what does uh, the industry and what does the, the commercial world offer regarding coaching and advisory services around legacy. So when I began and I looked in the field, I could find every coach that could help me stop smoking, lose weight and double my income. But I couldn't find a coach or an advisor that could help me, let's say, if I wanted to create my own personal legacy. And at that time, I didn't know about family offices. So it was about 2014, I closed a transaction, and then I completely left commercial real estate, went back to school with the Coaches Training Institute. And so when you ask about processes in a moment, I will share. And that began the journey of coaching individuals all around the world from Dubai to England to Asia. And, and then I began to notice what I call like the string that connects all humanity, which is, it doesn't matter the time zone that somebody is in or the culture that they come from, they deal with emotions. They still feel fear. You know, if I take that chance, will it work out? If I step into my higher purpose, will the people around me accept me? Because one of the things that happens with coaching that a lot of people don't talk about is when you start changing it affects the people around you and some people are going to like it and other people are not. So that, that's kind of the, the origin of this.
0: Gotcha. That's a great, great explanation. And, and so, um, I think people could think of what a legacy is in a, a bunch of different way, ways. Raiden kind of mentioned it. Some people think of it from a monetary perspective. Others think of it from a different way. And you know, we work in the world of financial and mainly retirement planning. And and if we ask someone, you know, as they're approaching retirement, what is retirement going to look like for you? They usually don't have an answer, or maybe a well thought out answer. So I imagine you get the same when you're talking about legacy planning and all of this. So what what how could you define maybe what? your opinion is on legacy and how someone should start to approach that.
3: Absolutely. So I realize that there is a dictionary definition courtesy of Miriam Webster. And I also realize there's uh, a definition as it relates to etymology, that historically only those who had access to means could even pursue their legacy. Whereas these days, I think that there is a hunger for those that want to leave a legacy, whether they they are just coming into retirement or they are coming into means because the industry is changing. So if it, for the answer of what does a legacy mean personally to me, I think it has a lot to do with integrity, being true to ourselves when we are in this lifetime, i mean people a lot of times talk about how we will be remembered and i think that is important but i think that also while we are here you know the name of your firm is peace of mind and one of the things that my clients often talk to me about is they crave peace of mind no matter their net worth and and i can share some of the the projects that my clients are working on in a moment but i think it's this idea that for everything that they've done can they just have some peace of mind and and i think that If they've had amazing careers, they feel proud of those careers and they feel proud of those achievements, but still they're craving that, that, that sense of peace that comes with, and and maybe it's a soul contract. And I know that's, that might be a little woo woo, a soul contract when they come to this planet uh, that they know they need to fulfill. But again, when somebody steps out into this world and they are looking for some type of support when it comes to achieving their legacy, you know, I just don't see a lot of it out there. And I'd like to, I'd love to see more coaches and advisors support individuals. So, okay. So your other question about the process, I think that coaching is incredibly valuable because it allows individuals to become unstuck. You know, whether that is, you know, what I call the loop around the airport or it is, you know, it's like somebody feels like they're like almost in a time loop and they don't know how to get out of it. So sometimes where I start clients at is in understanding their guiding principles. So let's say that one of your guiding principles might be, we'd like everyone to have peace of mind. A guiding principle is understanding why you do what you do. Or why you want to to pursue the legacy that you want to achieve and complete. Like, why is it important? So maybe for the two of you, you would like more of your clients to have peace of mind, which then has a ripple effect into their community, their family, their generations to come. Um, So that's one place that I start. And and I might call that self-knowledge. It's being able to get to know themselves beyond who they were in their career. So I'm just going to check in for a moment. Does any of this resonating?
1: (laughs) Yeah, so it sounds to me like what you're doing is in your coaching is you're basically helping somebody like, so for example, you used us and we kind of know our theme, peace of mind, but I'm assuming people come to you and maybe they don't know their theme yet or they can't express it. So you're helping them to identify what is my thing, my theme, my whatever it is that I want to leave behind and helping them work that out so that they know how to, in all essence, pass that along.
3: Yes. Okay. So let me let you in on a little secret. A lot of the times clients will say, I don't know. And one of the ways that I respond is, if you did know, what would it be? Mm -hmm. Or if your subconscious knows, what is it saying? Because sometimes when the initial answer is, I don't know, there's a limiting belief there of, I can't say it. It won't be accepted. It's not a good answer. It's not the right answer. So I think a part of it is allowing somebody to come out of their shell. And it isn't about how great the coach is. It's about the client getting to know themselves better and allowing themselves to be more of who they are. A lot of the times when successful achievers are coming up in their careers, they will um, do everything right for their community and to be a climber and all of those things but it might not have necessarily had to do a lot with you know who they are or honoring their values they may have just been good at something like a lot of the times when i chat with individuals and they talk about leadership somebody could get promoted into a position of leadership because they were good at something else but mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that they were meant to be a leader so i find oftentimes when an individual comes into retirement in the individuals that I work with that are are over age 60, this is really the exciting time of their life where they can finally pursue what it is in their heart. And a lot of times with type A personalities, um, I don't necessarily have to dig it out of them because they're going to uh, go on to the next adventure. Now, for those who are a little bit shy, it is creating a space for them where they can become more of who they are. So let me give you an example with that. One of the magical things with coaching is being able to ask powerful questions in the moment, because if the coach says it, it's interesting information at best.
2: Okay.
3: If the the client says it, they own it. So one of the keys is to be able to ask them, and this is what the Coactive Training Institute talks about in something that they call powerful questions. It's questions that maybe nobody else has asked them. I'll give you an example right now. Um, If you didn't have to impress anybody, who could you be? If you didn't have to get it right, what could you create? If you had nothing to prove, what would your legacy be? And, and sometimes they might not be able to answer it in that moment, and that's fine, because the magic of coaching again, or the transformation of coaching might happen three days later, it could happen a week later, it could happen a month later, because like how the human mind is, is sometimes it will think about an idea kind of like the bee in the bonnet, and then there'll be a moment where they feel safe, they let their guard down, and then they, they kind of let that idea in or let that question in. And then they'll come back with an answer, you know, in the next session. And and that's another point that I wanted to make regarding coaching is sometimes sessions can be really deep. And so how I like to close out a session is is with what I call an assignment. And and this is another co-active coaching term, which is called forwarding the action. In other words, you don't just like leave your client there, like in a ball of emotion, you give them an assignment assignment could be like in the next week what could you do so I'll role play with the two of you for a moment (laughs) so let's say I gave you an assignment of to frame your mission statement in your office you could come back and you could accept you could counter make a counter offer or you could just reject it and so it it, so let's say I said to to Raiden would you frame your mission statement in your office what say you
1: you're saying like, would I be able to express that to you? I'm sorry. Or- like
3: if you frame it, like if oh, you yeah, take it like this it. is framed yep. behind me. Yes. Yeah.
1: Would I do it? Absolutely. I would do it.
3: Okay. So then, so there's an example of, of something that's forwarding the action. So it's not like you just like abandoned the client in their, their moment of like opening up. It's something that. It it keeps the momentum forward. It, it keeps the momentum moving forward yes. so that that they feel like they have small wins. And, and, and a part of the assignments, like at the end of each session, isn't to be so grandiose, like, you know, it's not to ask them to do something that's so huge that they become intimidated. Or if it's to break up the monotony, it might be to ask them to do something that's huge and they'll laugh because they're not going to do it, but then it will cause them to make a counter offer. Of like, okay, well, here's what I am willing to do. Because again, if the if the client says it, they own it.
0: Right. So you spend all this time uh, coaching and 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 sessions and, and homework and coming up with this idea of what you want what you want your legacy to be. And so is there a way that you 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 put this all together, you jot it down because eventually someone's gonna inherit something and and you know, is there a good way to um, I guess, make sure that your wishes were known or make sure that the whole concept of the, your, your thought process as to what this legacy should be and how it gets carried on going forward, um, how does that all get portrayed to the, maybe the next generation?
3: That's a beautiful question. So here is the answer. I will ask my clients if I can record the sessions and at the end of the six months or the 12 months or whatever uh, the agreement is that we will collaborate, they get a hardcover coffee table book of those key points. Because here, here is another example and it might be relevant to um, an individual who is retiring or it might be relevant just from a human standpoint. So let me give you the, the example. Let's say that there is a successor of a family business and they are, they are about to be given the, 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 the navigational wheel to a huge Navy ship in their family business. That coffee table book will be something that will anchor them because if they don't do this journey of self-knowledge of knowing like their values, their guiding principles, their vision statement, their mission statement, there's like a whole like there's a whole design that they get to go through. It's like giving this this freighter to someone and if they're not ready, it will overwhelm them or they will just waste it because they can get influenced by so many different factors that are out there and if they don't know themselves that's you know it's um it is a benefit if they can know themselves and self-knowledge because when their values are aligned that inheritance then or the retirement or what it is that they are coming into it it is aligned and then it's it's easier for them it's more fun it's meaningful or what i like to call the three things the three things that i would like my clients to have is freedom fulfillment and satisfaction And when they do the work, they come out the other end or the other side with with more of that. I hope that you are enjoying the show. By the way, if you are in or nearing retirement and are someone who wants to gain clarity on what questions you should be asking, learn what the biggest retirement myths are, and identify what you could be doing to achieve peace of mind for your retirement, get started today by requesting your complimentary video course, Four Steps to Secure Your Retirement. To access the course, simply visit pomwealth.net forward slash podcast. If you're new here or you haven't done this yet, this is definitely the first step to get started in applying these principles to your life. So head over to pomwealth.net forward slash podcast and check us out.
1: So who would you like if you had to describe, I guess, the... The type of person that is interested in this concept or this idea of designing their legacy, like, and I don't. And you start saying, "Okay, well, who is this for?" Like, uh, you know, and I know you might say, "Oh, it's for anybody," but I'm just thinking. No, I won't like, say hey, that. Okay. I won't say okay. that. <laughs> so, but who is it for? Like, who is it that would be listening to this and go, "Oh, that's me. That's that's what I'm thinking right now." So, okay. who is this for?
3: I would say that people who have had some type of exposure to coaching in their past, embrace it more, whether it is former athletes, former military individuals, former executives that have worked with a coach before, because to collaborate with a coach is a relationship and that coach is going to deliver some honest conversations that will make the client better. So I would say it's not for the faint of heart And so I even wrote an Instagram post about this recently. People think that, uh, you know, a a legacy is, you know, let's say it's for the lucky, for instance. And I say that a legacy is for those who are willing to persevere because it is a courageous journey to even want to know yourself because a lot of the times people hide behind a mask their entire lives. I agree. Because it's, it's familiar.
0: Right. right. Sorry,
3: can, you, can you say yeah, it one more
0: time? Yeah. And it, it's comfortable. It's familiar. And so, you know, asking the questions and going down the process of creating your legacy, I think that is something really big and uh, it's a, it's a big conversation. That's why your process I think is pretty well thought out and, and it has some multi-layered steps to it, but it's also not overwhelming at any given time too.
3: Yeah. I just wanted to share another thought. So when somebody first has a discovery session, with me and probably with a lot of other different coaches, they 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 do something called designing the alliance. And what that means is not just the, the timing of how often we will meet and, and payments and the terms and the conditions. It's also um, understanding what do they need. If they want a coach that delivers the message gently, that gets designed in. If they want a coach that just tells it to them straight and doesn't sugarcoat it, that's also designed in it's understanding, you know, how, what legacy means for them. And and so it's tailored in the sense of delivering the coaching. So it works for them. In other words, obviously it's not cookie cutter, but it, again, it looks at who they are, what they want and, and it meets them there. So I'll give you another example. I could say in designing the Alliance, I'm going to bring all of me, but I need you to bring all of you. And so that also sets up the expectation that, you know, this isn't just, you know, for entertainment or this isn't just for, you know, uh, that they can show up halfway and tell half truths. Yeah. You know, if we're going to make miracles happen, they got to bring all of them, even the stuff that they don't want to talk about that could be difficult. And, and I want to also bring up a lot of the times with legacy, no matter how successful someone might be there, I'm thinking of a particular lady that's in Connecticut, she's really churned the idea of like is it really possible for me and that's working through a belief growing up but it's also being able to accept that somebody deserves it because people do walk around with limiting beliefs and they do walk around with uh, you know almost uh, sabotaging themselves before they can even get out of the gates
2: mm.
1: So let's just say that you know somebody you know because the most of our listeners, like I think I said earlier, are folks that are close to. We call them 55 years of age and older. Most of our clients are individuals that were executives or professionals in some way, and uh, so uh, and and we have quite a few that were you know in team sports and those kind of things. So maybe they're listening to this and they can, hey, this sounds interesting to me. I would like to be able to identify how I can pass this along. How does it work if the person's listening and they think, I'd like to know more about Angelina Carlton and design your legacy and like, what are my steps? Could you walk us through what that looks like?
3: They would uh, either send me an email or call me up or they can go directly to the website and book a discovery session. And then from there, uh, we figure out what it is they want. And, uh, their ideas around the legacy, it's kind of like breaking the ice and what they're willing to commit to what their thoughts are about coaching. A part of coaching is also them being able to come out to say, Hey, I've worked with coaches before and it was fantastic. Or I've worked with coaches before and it was awful. So again, it's all of that honesty coming forward. And I think a lot of the times when, uh, individuals look into coaching one of the questions that comes up is not necessarily how amazing is that coach it is can i trust this person so it's not so much like if if a coach has got a you know harvard mba and and this or that it's can this person you know i kind of call it the metaphor of the bowling ball take the heaviness of who i am and everything that i am and and not run away or not get scared, or not criticize, or, you know, will it be safe enough that they can handle the weight of everything that I am, and we can move forward. And so I think that's where the, the trust factor comes in. And so then from there, we, we coach and, and we come up with uh, plans and accountability and wonderful things that manifest results. And I can share that some clients are doing just um, very humanitarian projects right now, whether that has to do with bringing back more of the phytoplankton with the oceans, and that's in a development stage, or turning uh, plastics that are in the Caribbean ocean into energy. There is there is so much talent that's out there, and I think a lot of the times for retired people, like you've said, they don't want to just um, rest on their laurels. I think for a minute, they would love the rest. The rest and the peace and all of that, but I think there's another part of them that wants to get out there and they see the problems in this world. And they know that they can do something about it because again, if they're looking to the left and the right of themselves and no one else is doing it. That's when that inner inspiration comes forward and dog on it, they are going to do it, especially if they're former military or former athletes
1: yeah. Well, fantastic. Could you just, for our listeners, I know you said go to the website and we're going to have it listed and everything on the website, but what is your website? Just so everybody's listening, if they happen to jot it down.
3: Sure. And so again, this was created about, gosh, back in 2014. (laughs) So it's designyourlegacy.com, but the way that it's spelled is D-E-S-I-G-N-U-R, so that part is abbreviated, and then legacy, L E. G A C And, and I just wanted to, to close out with the thought that, and um, you know, sometimes coaching is what I like to call the third rail. So if you're on a railroad track, they always say like avoid the third rail, but maybe that's what that is exactly what you need to, to go towards to, to bring forward what you need to in this life. Like when I spoke about the soul contracts before, but also not to be afraid of what you think might be painful, because just as one of your guests talked about, I think his podcast was called how to lose money. We avoid these conversations that we think are painful, but then we bring like, like a backpack. We bring them with us, you know, subconsciously to the next week, to the next month, to the next year, until we are ready to unpack it And realize that third rail isn't necessarily going to kill us. Perhaps it will just strengthen us.
0: Well, great. Angelina, thank you so much for your time and and for having this conversation with us today. I know our viewers are going to find it very beneficial.
3: Thank you so much. And I would just like to close with the thought of what apathy is doing to your legacy is just not right.
1: Thank you very much.
2: All right, everyone, that wraps up today's episode of the Secure Your Retirement Podcast. If you found value in today's episode, we would love nothing more than for you to head on over to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and a review. Be sure to take a screenshot of the review before you submit it, and we'll send you a special gift. Our book, Get Off The Retirement Roller Coaster. Just email Morgan at pomwealth.net with a screenshot of the review to get your gift. Also, be sure to subscribe so you get notified of new episodes as they're released every week. And finally, Please share our podcast with your favorite social network so more of your friends and family can benefit from this information. Always remember, you've worked hard to get where you are, and now you deserve to have a retirement that works hard for you.